This is Triple M Summer Breakfast with Lawrence, the Moon Man Mooney, and Ed Cavalier. Today's Summer Breakfast. Getting to the point where that that's Lawrence, the Moon Man Mooney. Yeah, let's just, just call be me. part of the show. Part of the show. You've been here so much. I have. The whole and idea of having because I was just helping out. I was. You passed me in the street. You said, "Hey, Moon Man, do you want to come and help out?" Yeah. I said, "Yeah, sure." And now look at us. Yeah. Thick as thieves we are. You're, uh, you've got a desk in the office now. It's full of yes. free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, some... that's what you do. Everyone knows that if you're in a radio station. <laughs> it's free stuff. You learn where the desks are that have the piles of the freebies. Yeah. And you make sure that your daily routine is to walk past those desks, grab what you like, keep walking. What's the best bit of kind of crap, mm-hmm. you know, promotional GPS crap? machine. Really? And what was it a promotion a GPS for? GPS machine. There was, is it a machine? I no, feel like I'm getting that wrong. Just a GPS. Wrong. Oh, GPS. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's saying an ATM machine. Yeah. Um, it, I was wandering past a desk and it was for a television show. It was for like a highway patrol or something like that. Right. And I could just see that there was a big box. And normally the rule of thumb with promotional freebies is the bigger the box, the more disappointing the insides. Yeah. <laughs> Giant thing. You open it up. Uh, packet of clinkers. Although then that's nice, but in a you know three ton box is not much fun. It was a very large box, but I picked it up and it was heavy, and it wasn't. It had it was in an envelope, not addressed to me, but I took it, opened it, GPS still have it. Mm. I. Uh, what about you? Because you've worked, you've been fired from a number of radio, radio stations. I got a Oz Idol trucker cap, and it was good. It looked really cool. But it said Australian was, Idol. It said Australian Idol, but then you look at my face and it's like, ah, it's a joke. Because I'm not, you know, a young singer. You're not um, Paul Holt. No. Or what was the Dicko? You're not Dicko. I'm not Dicko, and I'm not, you know, any of them. No. <laughs> You're but not the worst car. The, the there worst, we go. I thought of one. Yes. The worst thing I ever got that was really great, though, bad and great, was a promotion for Wog Boy Two. Uh oh. It was a little uh, model of the Acropolis, mm-hmm. and inside was Italian bonbonieri. <laughs> Boiled sweets. It's like, wow, you're really mixing your media here, guys. It was covered in hummus. It's the weirdest thing. Right, that's it. I know I'm not going to sit here and talk about freebies and not hand one to somebody. One triple three five three. Let's get the show going on a positive note this morning because we will giving be... it. You've got a giveaway. Yeah, we're talking about holding the talking about Holden this morning. Getting your oh. memories uh, of the Holdens that you've had and loved in the past. We will be dealing with some of this uh, football fallout, NRL and AFL, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit of telly later on. But let's get the morning started on a positive note. One triple three five three. I've got two copies, maybe more, depending on how he's looking at me. Lawrence Mooney's new DVD, Lawrence of Suburbia, winner, best comedy, Melbourne Fringe, two thousand and eleven, doubled over with laughter, five stars. Says the Herald Sun. Jeez, you know someone down there. Mm. Um, and if you uh, don't get a free one today, it's available on iTunes. No, no one, no one wants I, to pay for no one wants to pay for Moon. It's a Moon Man fever on the phone. Just people <laughs> try and get hold of his brand new DVD, Lawrence of Suburb- Suburbia. Yes, it's an award winner. Yes, it got five star reviews. No, I haven't seen it. No, I don't plan to. So, <laughs> Simon. Simon, How are you? yes, you got Simon yourself the likable. <laughs> Simon, you got yourself me? some Moon action. Fantastic, excellent. Have you ever seen the moon in live? I've not ever seen the moon in live, no. Because he does cruise ships, do you know that? (laughs) Yeah, I heard about that yesterday. I did. Do you remember how many complaints that he got, Simon? 
30 plus, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> Just for that, he's going to sign your copy, Simon. It is a signed copy of Lawrence of Suburbia uh, coming your way. Good on you, buddy. Good on you. Cheers, mate. You keep no fighting the good fight. That is, uh, that's some good news that people know exactly how many complaints wound up my cruise career. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Captain you, Stubing. Yes, uh, if you just The shooting. love boat. You don't know the next line? Um, no, hold on. Love, exciting and new. Come aboard, we're waiting for you. Is there a reason you're looking deep into my eyes while yes. you sing that jingle? <laughs> <laughs> Because you are gopher. No, I'd be uh, Stubing. Isaac? Stubing. Captain Stubing. You're Captain Stubing. I've got a captain's look about me. Right, okay. Often been remarked. Um, <laughs> you are wearing a sailor's uniform, I there should There will, will be more copies of the Moon's new DVD to be had uh, later in the morning and uh, later into the next hey, week. Hey, Ed, I know you love your, your healthy food, your veggies. I do. Your greens. Well, I'm going to be your best friend soon because I have turned my front garden into some kind of Mediterranean vegetable patch. That's right. I've turned the front garden into a veggie patch. What are you talking about? Well, we moved into a new home, and the front garden was full of weeds, and uh, I like a tidy, well-kept place. (laughs) Well-kempt, rather. Uh And I dug up the front garden, dug all the weeds out. You personally, Lawrence Personally, with a spade, and all that was in it was a little... It's only a small one. It's a terrace house, so it's a small front garden. Mm-hmm. But all that was there was a rose bush in the middle. And neighbours kept saying, what are you going to plant? What are you going to plant? And I thought, no, I don't know. I like the look of the bare soil, to tell you the truth. Just earth. Just earth. Just earth. Just bare earth. Isn't it, you didn't have a it spoke to my agrarian roots. You didn't think to have maybe concrete it? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> That's one option. And wash it. Mm. Concrete it mm. and hose it down. Hose it down yeah. every Sunday. So my wife said, we're going to plant it. And I went, all right, exciting. So we've got tomatoes in. We've got a cucumber plant. We've got rhubarb. And we went and bought... When you say a tomato plant... Well, two tomato plants. When you say tomato plants, traditionally, that's... um, Euphemism for marijuana. Well, why why say euphemism and then say... That. Well, that's what it is. It's a euphemism Stop for growing it. marijuana. Stop saying it. But we're, we're not stupid enough to grow marijuana in the front Stop garden. We've got a massive, we've got a hydroponic set up in the roof. <laughs> Our electricity bill is just uh, bananas yeah, you, at the moment. The yeah. smart meter guy. So <laughs> yes. you coming. He's very That's happy. apparently how they spring those hydroponic setups in suburban houses. There's a massive spike in electricity bills and they just go, oh, okay. Hey, you come with us. Um, <laughs> you come with us. What else you got in there? So we've got rocket. Mm-hmm. Beans. Got any normal lettuce? Got an iceberg? Are you too good for that? No, too good for. We got some rocket. Uh, Arugula. Uh, <laughs> iceberg lettuce. Iceberg. Oh, it's coming back. Once you see it in a weekend magazine, I don't care what anyone says. Iceberg mm. is the most delicious lettuce. I don't care. Do you, uh, rocket you, tastes like right, let me ask trees, you. and iceberg is delicious, and it goes, it crunches. It doesn't crunch on the outside leaves, though. It does. So do you go inside for the heart yeah, of the internal iceberg? iceberg. So you want the white crispy. Yes. white right. crispy. That's my go. White crispy, yeah. That, that, that's what they have at, at you know, Macca's. That's, they use, Absolutely that's right. the part of the iceberg they What use. else is in the Lawrence farm? Um, what have I said so far? Now let me think. What have I left out? We've got beans. I've said that. Eggplant. Cos. No eggplant. Strawberries. Capsicums. Baby capsicums. You're never going to grow a capsicum, mate. Yeah, it's as you e- are never going to grow. No one has ever successfully grown a capsicum. Well, watch this space. Barely on any on capsicum farms. They get. I've any got capsicums. quite a green. Is it green thumb? Yeah, yeah green. You thumb. got a green thumb. 
So uh, well, give us a exciting. year. And when's harvest? Well, we've only planted last weekend. Plus, we've got oh, those, those no, crates. Give us a break. It grows very quickly, though. Oh, zucchinis, too. No, you don't, you don't have anything. You've got a, a land full of dirt and a couple of seeds in no, there. No, we put little birds have seedlings. No, it's going well. Can you take a photo? On, I want to, so you can have to take a photo today. Yeah, and we've got little crates, too. Those little. Oh, you're that much, you're that yeah. much of a, you know what? What, an urban tosser. Thank you. Yeah. That's the <laughs> summer breakfast. After eight, we're going to be talking about Holden's and people's memories of yeah, Holden's. It's to... a bit of a sad day. It's we really want to, sad. We want to try and stay up. Well, yeah, so the, the nostalgia was what started to The great Australian icon has just had the, the bullet, basically. Well, It's yeah. been taken out the back. Well, we're hoping that between now and... The, well, they're saying now, hopefully, that... Tony Abbott's back, and they're saying they're going to. The government's going to do everything they can to try and help people retrain and find new work. I hope. Yeah, I, really, but I hope that's I'm, what happens. I, I, wanna, I really I'm, do. I want to talk about it. Holden as an entity. You know, it's like I haven't felt like this since Arnott's Biscuits got sold off. That was one because yeah, that's yeah, you're right. Yeah. That was big. I mean, you know, you're talking a family assorted, assorted creams. Yeah, you're right. There are Monte Carlo and Swiss creams. In mm. Arnott's Assorted Creams. Well, that's no longer ours. Mm. What well, next? Well, we're on from uh, joined uh, by Channel 10's uh, Jane Stinson, who is... Uh, Jane, are you at the plant in Adelaide at the moment? I am, yeah. I'm down here at Elizabeth, which is in yep. the northern mm. suburbs. No, yes, I've been there uh, a few times. It's it's massive. And it's where Barnsley's from. Yeah. Huge. It is. It is. Very proudly he's from, uh, from over this way. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty populous area. And, um, What's the, um, what is the, uh, how are people feeling this morning? Well, we've been talking to workers who are turning up for, for work this morning and obviously this time when they're turning up, they've got the knowledge that their time here will be limited. They'll all lose their jobs by the end of 2017. But it's been a really long time coming. So for some of them, they're relieved that there's finally a decision and they know how their lives are going to pan out, I suppose. And for others, it's a massive disappointment. They've had generations of their family have worked here at Holden. So mm. it's really a crushing blow and there's been a few tears. And is it also that um, the government's talking about retraining and and, and yeah. saying that they're going to work with people and help them. But I have been hearing stories this morning of, of workers on television and, and the radio from other industries and other car manufacturers that have left, like uh, Mitsubishi, et cetera, saying that, mm. The lead-up time is you can't is, is is very important. If people know a long time in advance, then they can start looking at things. When do the job losses actually start? Well, we're yet to get any detail on uh, when that will happen. But judging from what's happened previously in South Australia, we had Mitsubishi closed yeah. down not that long ago. Um, you know, people, it's usually a bit of a staggered thing, but uh, a lot of people do stick around right to the end. But mm-hmm. I suppose there is that opportunity for people to have some time to think about what they want to go into, maybe get retrained or could even do a university degree in three or four yeah. years before the end uh, before that final end date, but it's tough and it's a very hard area to get a new job in here in Elizabeth um, and people will really be struggling. Yeah, the manufacturing industry is taking blows all over the place. In mm. terms of the, you know, the Australian icon that is Holden, uh, are people that you've spoken to talking about that, about that feeling like, you know, something special has been lost from our culture? Oh, absolutely. People have been talking about the first model rolling off in 
1948 and uh, I suppose the good times that have gone past. Um, mm. I spoke with uh, a, a guy who uh, has an intellectual disability who works at a, um, a, charity, uh, a, a not-for-profit group that gives him a job and he um, has a role in making one of the parts for cars. Mm. And he mm. was talking to me about how proud he is that he can look out, he can step out on the street and he can see a Holden and he can say, I made yeah, um, a piece of that. Yeah, see the fruits of his labour. Yeah, and so there's people like that who um, who are being supported by Holden. There's the local football club is sponsored by right. Holden. Yes. You know, places, all those little things um, that are really going to be devastated by uh, Holden going. About $1.3 billion hit we're expecting to the South Australian economy. And, and when you think about it, uh, about its long history from 1948 and the panel van through the 60s and mm. 70s, Half the footy club was probably conceived in the back of a hole. <laughs> probably. People definitely Can... hold Holden very, very close to their hearts here and have a lot of fond memories. Well, if you could go and find that out for us, Jane, that would How really help us out. How many people were conceived in the back of a hole? That would be great. Jane uh, Stinson uh, from Channel 10, uh, Channel 10 News. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, guys. We do need to do some of this. To the other side of the cantina. Mm. I asked the guy, why are you so fly? He said, funky, funky cold Madiba. Okay, let's fade that quickly, Rosie, because you can't quite get the timing right. Um, <laughs> sign language interpreter at Nelson Mandela's memorial service was a fake who merely flapped his arms around during speeches. I thought he did a pretty good job, and who hasn't tried to do a bit of amateur sign language? We've <laughs> all had a bit of a crack, haven't we? Of course we have, but at a memorial? For the Madiba. Amazing. It amazing is, that he got on stage. It's a pretty amazing ballsy he, effort. I mean, imagine that. He, amazing that he went through with it. And the memorial organizer have they picked up sign language R us and gone just send me whoever? Not even they've said that there's a, the Association of Sign Language Experts in South Africa, so they've never heard of the guy. So they didn't ask them. <laughs> Where have they got it? it from? Well, Craigslist. Yeah. Gumtree? I was going to say Gumtree. Where got this bloke from? And he's got all the way. But how is the, uh, the is it the courage or the... Or the, the, the brass of the, the guy. The brass of the guy to get up there and go, yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah. But are you aware that there's a million cameras on you? But he's you... listening in. He's uh, he's interpreting in his own way. He's doing a bit of gangster rap too, which is nice. Yeah, there was a few signals and sides, <laughs> a few too many peace sides and... I grabbed his throat at one stage. He grabbed his throat at one stage. Yeah. Like, he called for the video review a couple of times. I thought, hang on a second. I don't know if this is guys onto it. We've all become a bit of an, an expert on sign language following the Queensland floods. And now, you know, oh, right, whenever yeah. there's an emergency service announcement, yeah. they they trot out the sign language person and good for them. Mm. Uh, you know, deaf people need to know what's going on too. Mm. But we all know it now. We well, can, we're experts. We can go, oh, that guy knows nothing. <laughs> well, the, de- this, the Deaf Federation of South Africa... Official statement, he didn't interpret at all. <laughs> he had 0% accuracy. He didn't get one word right. He didn't even guess a word. So the deaf people of South Africa and the world have missed out on the memorial. Yeah, they're gonna, that's shocking. Bad that play, tough. that man. Funny, is it fu- it's funny, but terrible at the same time. It's funny and terrible. It is a truly funny, terrible thing. Lawrence Moon, man, Mooney mm-hmm. is in the chair today uh, mm-hmm. doing an absolute bang-up job. I tell you, Mooney, you're just, you're just so popular. Uh, last night, uh, Channel 9 News said this about you. How can we not be fascinated by this 130-kilogram jumbo? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's talking Moon. Everyone's loving Moon. 
Mooney. So much happening, Ed. Uh, There's a pussycat caught in a car on yeah. the news. He went 200 k's and he was he's fine. Silly but, pussycat yeah, in the engine block. Okay, let's not waste Mick Warner from the Herald Sun's okay. time with cats in, in cars. Uh, morning, Mick. G'day, guys. Well, this, the, well, we're good. The video of um, Tanya Heard, uh, James Heard's uh, wife, was embargoed until 10 o'clock last night, but I'm assuming, obviously, you guys had it before that. Yeah, we got it yesterday morning. It was a good get from uh, Ashley Argoon, one of our young reporters. Done well. Obviously, done well. Tanya hasn't spoken for 10 months, and mm. uh, she had plenty to say, obviously. She's not happy. No. no, she isn't happy, and I thought she was incredibly articulate. She stated her case very well. Tell me... Were you guys just there, or did Tanya put the call out, or have they got uh, have they got you know press people take, taking that, care of them? That's very cynical of you. No, we've been there all week. In fact, people have been there all year, unfortunately, at that house. So camped yeah. out there every day. Yes. Geez, when you get to work, Mick, and then you look up on the board at the stories that you're covering, <laughs> and it just goes herds joint. You go, oh, hang on, no, not again. Yeah, the bloke who sells coffees over the road done pretty well out of it. Yeah, he'd be loving it, wouldn't he? Is it a, a tourist starting to turn up? Or are other people <laughs> starting to come and have a bit of a sticky beak? We've come pretty familiar with the front of that house, haven't we? The big shutters. Yeah, we have. Every time I see it, I think, God, I heard he lives in a much better house than me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I tell you what, football coaching pays, doesn't it? Really? Especially well, when you're not a coach and you're being yeah, paid. That's right, even when you're suspended. Yes. Well, all right. We'll be following it uh, all through the heraldsun.com.au and uh, in the paper. Another good piece of reporting. Well done, guys. So anything more to tell us, Mick, from last night? Well, I just think it's probably imperative today for the AFL or Essendon to come out and actually clarify whether mm. or not James Hurd is being paid. It seems mm. uh, pretty much certain that he is. So there's a, a huge misunderstanding going on uh, down there at AFL House. I'm sure we'll uh, have some clarification today, I think, guys. I right, think misunderstanding go. is very generous. Yes. <laughs> very generous. All right, Mick Warren from the Herald Sun. Uh, appreciate your time this morning. Thanks, mate. Thanks, guys. Holden's gone. I know. Holden's going. It's going. Yeah, 2017. And I think that it is fair that they made the announcement and it gives people time to readjust their lives and to look to the future. Holden has been a big part of my life, Ed. Really? I've had two Holdens. Which ones did you have? I had a yellow VH Commodore station wagon. Oh, yes. Did you buy it new? No, I didn't. It was five years old, and I bought it in 1988. Mags? And I had no. I never did anything to it. Okay. Didn't tint the windows. Didn't do anything. It was yellow. It was brown interior. Oh, yeah. And the brown cloth or the sort of faux, no, the faux leather? Beige, beige seats. Oh, yeah. Uh, beige vinyl seats, brown vinyl dashboard leather. and carpeting. What and that car, beige. that was 13 years of unbelievably good motoring. You had it for 13 years. Yeah, 13 years. I sold it in 2001. What did you get for it? I got, uh, I reckon it was about 750 bucks. See, that is a fair price. But no I, one's unhappy with that car at seven hundred and fifty bucks. When I agreed to seven hundred and fifty bucks, the guy I was selling it to goes, "What about seven hundred and thirty, mate? So I can get a slab on the way home." <laughs> and I thought it's such a preposterous marketing ploy, the <laughs> negotiating tool. I went, "Yeah." Yeah, yeah seven thirty. But what a legend he is! Yeah. He, not only has he come home with a brand new Holden, mm. that he's also been able to say and check the back, and yeah. there's a slab too. Mind what a you, hero. and this is true. I got a call from the cops about a week and a half after I'd sold it. Okay, saying, "Mister Mooney, uh, BP station, 
you've driven off without paying for your petrol. And I went, all right, it's Slab Boy. They haven't done the changeover in the Rego yet, and he's pinching petrol in my VH Commodore. Ah, oh, God bless him. So it's it's on block somewhere now, just completely torched. We don't know that. We don't know. That could still be going. Um, we want to hear you hold, because I got very nostalgic. What did you, did, have you ever had a hold? The only Holden must. that I've ever had is a Barina. Oh, no, I know that's not, not really a Holden. It's a Suzuki Swift, green badge <laughs> oh. from 1987 <laughs> onwards. That was the first Barina. Don't don't speak to me about Barina. Beep beep Barina. Yeah, the car a, that'll get you home. I had a girlfriend who was a, an aerobics teacher. And, oh yeah. And she used to drive yeah. me around in her beep beep Barina. Yeah. And uh, it became a little sound that we'd make at different times. I go. Beep, beep. Yeah, you know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I've taken it down that path. Is there a story that, that doesn't you don't, end in that sex? You just... <laughs> All right. I want to know. Obviously, it's summer breakfast. Obviously, that's my... what you do. Yeah, they're still human beings trying to go to work and trying to have But that's kids. a Barina isn't a Holden. You're part of the problem, man. Yeah, I accept that. You have that. not been part of the honestly, solution. Honestly, I accept that. I was driving my car this morning, which is a Ford, mm. and I honestly thought to myself, I saw a couple of people driving Colorados and some other Holden cars and Commodores, and I honestly thought to myself, I sh- maybe I should have bought Holden. Maybe I should buy more things. That- it made me think, I've got to buy more things that are Australian-made. Yeah, it's like when, have Bonds, to buy more Australian when made. Bonds got sold off, all of a sudden there was this massive spike in undies and T-shirts made by Bonds. What you should do today is go out and buy your Holden Colorado, your Holden Commodore, mm. not your Barina. One triple three five three memories of Holdens. Great Holdens you've had. Great stories you've had. What about the uh, two door Piazza? Oh, the Jeremy P- and the Piazza. <laughs> the Piazza. Oh, I loved the Piazza. And I'm particularly interested in people that have had Gemini's. Growing up, all my mates had Gemini. There it is. There it is. That's the sweet, sweet sound. All my friends had Gemini's, and just doing them up. Trying to find old ladies that drove, drove them to church, buy it off them, pay cash, do it up, have a good have a good life. Man, we could do this all morning. Memories of <sighs> great memories of Holden's. Graham, get us going, buddy. What did you have? Uh, yes, gentlemen. Good morning to you. So morning, I had Graham. a hate uh, said Holden panel van, my very first car. <laughs> there we go. How, and what colour was it, Graham? It was yellow. Now we were talking. Was bright. it a Sandman? Yeah. Oh, was it a Sandman? It was a, sort of a canary yellow. Yeah. It wasn't a Sandman, but I, oh. I ended up getting. The old dragway splats. They had the bubble tail light. Oh, Graham, you must have just... The, the girls must have been throwing themselves at you. Well, uh, yes, my wife now, mm-hmm. uh, when she was my girlfriend, she was 17. Of course, it was... Yes. I've lobbed up, of course, with a panel van, with a mattress in the back. Graham, what did her dad say? When you rocked up oh, in the canary yellow panel no. van with the mattress in the back, puberty blues style, what did he say? Well, he didn't really say much of anything. He just kind of looked, looked the car up and down, sort of shook my hand and... Mm-hmm. That was pretty much about all. Shook your hand. <laughs> shook your hand. <laughs> but you know what? Seriously. It worked out because you're married, aren't you? I, I, that's, in, that's, that's correct, yes. Yeah, so. beautiful story of love. Thank you, Graham. Beautiful start. Hey, uh, Nicholas. Nicholas. Yeah, hey, oh, we're okay. Give us your memory. Best holding memory. First holding memory, I uh, bought myself a HG Premier 1970 with a full chrome, the full overrides. Mm. Had the, um, had the um, leather roof. Oh, the leather roof. Now, was that hard to keep? Was that hard to uh, maintain the leather roof, Nicholas? Oh, yes, it was indeed. I, um, yeah, a few nightmares here and there. Yeah, what did you have um, to do? How did you have to maintain that roof? It wasn't armor roll or something. What did you have to use? Yeah, pretty much armor roll every oh. second weekend in the garage, and Dad used to go off his nut at me. Beautiful. And what did we have under the hood? Just a straight 186, Nicholas? Yeah, the 186 with the Stromberg, but it had um, um, the dual carb. Oh, nice. What did you pay Sweet for sound. it? Do you remember what you paid for it? 
Yeah, $4,000. See, that is... That's big bucks back that was, then. Um, I think that was back in 1986, um, 1987. Jeez, that's abusive. Um, so we're talking about... My wife, drives, my wife drives a VP Commodore. Yeah, right. Whoops, sorry. When you say VP, the uh, bur- the burnouts just start involuntarily here at the radio station. <laughs> Good on I've you. Got, I've got a VBSLE sitting in my shed um, getting restored. Oh, are you doing it yourself? Yeah. Oh, well done. If people are having trouble picturing the VN or the VP Commodore, it was the one that came out in 89, uh, 90, and the ad was, you'll love it. Oh, right. It was the new-looking yes, Commodore. I remember that, the unveiling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an absolute... So it was a change of shape. Yes, an absolute belter, though. All right, we're going to do a little bit more of this, I think. It's one, just so good. I'm one, loving it. One triple three five three. Your favourite Holden, your favourite Holden memory. Apparently, my Barina ones don't count. What That's happened for... inside your Holden? <laughs> What happened in your Holden? What You've happened already... in it? What happened inside was it your Holden? Crime? Was it romance? <laughs> was it just pure thrills? Come, hey, Gemini, Gemini owners and former Gemini owners, where are you? One triple three five three. I want to hear from you. Otherwise, I'm going to have to tell the story about my buddy that and his compensation payout and his Gemini, <laughs> and I don't want to have to do it. And on one triple three five three, your memories of Holden, your best Holden memories. We haven't heard the word Tirana yet. I'm hoping that we're going to. Hey, James, your Holden memory. Yes, Ed. How are you? Very good, buddy. What's your your favourite Holden memory? Well, my favourite Holden memory is actually my entry into the world. Um, basically, Dad was racing to the hospital mm-hmm. and uh, running every red light and stop sign along the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. And next thing you know, whoop, whoop, gets pulled over by a motorbike officer. Oh, no. And uh, he sort of leans in the window. Why are you in such a hurry today, mate? Look over in the passenger seat, officer, and there's my mum, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Breathing away, breathing away. He's like, right, follow me. Lights, sirens, police. Oh, I escort. love that. I love All it. All the way. Did they make it? Uh, um, as Dad was pulling into the uh, horseshoe driveway at Burrigal Hospital, um, mm. out I came on the front seat of an LC XU1 Tirana. Yes. <laughs> Can I, uh, oh, can I ask for the detail in the paint job? What uh, colour XU1 was it? It was a um, the deep red. Oh, uh, 253, fully worked. Uh, see, I can uh, tell that that set you up, James, for a good life. Yeah, he, he sounds, sounds confident. Intense, he sounds happy. Intensely Absolutely. confident and friendly bloke. Yeah, James, you, I am. You've come in the world <laughs> exactly the right way. Well done to you, James. Hey, Greg. Good on you, James. Good to Welcome to the world, James. Hey, uh, Grant, mate, tell me, tell me you got some Gemini love for me. Hey, boys. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of love. It's a bit of a, a sad story, to be honest. What happened? Uh, I was about 17, and uh, brothers and sisters and father chipped in to get me my first car. Oh. Nice. And uh, we went out and we found a Holden Jemmy. Yes. Colour? Champagne colour. Beautiful Champagne. Colour. They, don't, they don't do yeah. champagne anymore, Grant. No Ra- one does. Round headlights or square? Round. Mm, old school, yeah, yeah. beautiful. How long, and how you've, have you still got it, Grant? Uh, this is the sad part. What happened? I had the car sitting up the driveway for about four hours, and then I told the old man I was going out to see the girlfriend in the car. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Mate, you haven't even got it uh, insured or anything like that. Maybe you should wait." I'm like, "Nah, nah, you'll be fine, Dad. I'll be alright. You don't crash it." Oh, no. I don't be stupid. As if I'm going to do that. Yeah. I came up down to the missus' house and. Um, I don't know, about half an hour into the drive, I was driving behind a bus that was taken way too long, so I checked my blind spot, mm-hmm. and when I turned back around to have a look where the bus was, he pulled over at a bus stop and uh, went straight up the rear end of it. <laughs> so how long did you have it for, Grant? All up? Uh, in total, six hours. Six hours. Uh, six of the best hours of your life. And put it under a bus. In the champagne, <laughs> I think most Gemini's ended up in some way involved in a bus 
incident? I was or... in a Gemini accident. It was a Gemini station wagon. You know, oh, the two I, door. I know it very well. And uh, we ended up sideways off a freeway into the uh, retaining wall. Blue? But, was it blue, that one? No, it was white. Oh, it was yeah. a white Gemini station wagon. Everyone survived. So obviously they were quite a structurally sound car if you can put it into a bus and a retaining wall. All my friends had either a Cortina, the Ford, or the Gemini. That was mm. the big battle. And everyone was just would just do them up. That, that was the whole idea. Just get one from an old lady that drove it to church, turn it into a spaceship, and then see what happens. Yep. And the same thing happened every single time. Not well, good things. Yeah, we're not advocating crazy no, driving. No, we're not. It, we, it was just, we Gemini's were just too fun. Hey, Marge. Hello, how hello, are you? Hello, Marge. I'm good, thank you. Well, nice to speak to you this morning. Did you work for Holden? I did. In 1973, I was, uh, I think there was 10 or 12 ladies um, went and worked in the VAP, which is a vehicle assembly plant. Mm. So you were on the line, Marge. You were on the the assembly line. I was. We used to make all the the different, all all the panel vans. We used to do the, um, you know, the little windy guns. We used to do the emission control, the solenoids. Right. Um, Yes, and then I ended up being a relief operator there, which was was quite good. And how do you feel today with that news that Holden is going to disappear? Because I was there for nearly nine years, and... Around Elizabeth, uh, well, all the area anyway, you know, I mean, they're all working at Holden's. What mm. are they going to do? It is an icon, isn't it, you know? Mm. And one day I'd love to go, I would love to have walked back in and see how it really has changed in the last... They oh, should do that, Marge. 30. That's a really good idea. A reunion. Holden, if you're listening, anyone who yeah. has worked... And hi to Shirley and Marion, who were on the line in 1973 with me. We had a great time. So we, uh, oh, good we on did you, our Marge. little bit for Holden. Did you have, and did you have a Holden as well? Did you drive I one? I did. I had a little Gemini. Oh, which one? Which oh, I had a little coupe one. Then my, my oh. daughter, uh, she actually rolled it. She rolled it? <laughs> yeah, she rolled it. Of course yeah, she, she did, Marge. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She, it's all right, laughing. It was a beautiful little... Oh, sorry, Marge. Marge. She but rolled yeah, it. It's Every Gemini <laughs> got smashed by a second generation. I know, I know. You could kill them, but still. We oh. had fun. Good, Marge, lovely to talk to you this morning. And, and you. And you've See. given us... A God love you, Marge. That is a great See idea. See you later. Thanks, Marge. There's a, that's an excellent idea. Holden, if you're listening to us, I'm sure they are. You've got to get everyone that's been there in the past working from down the line. Like Marge said, she'd love to have a look how it works now. You've got to get people back through just to see how it's changed. Because a lot I was hearing this morning, a lot of technological advances and innovation happens in car manufacturing. So you've got to go in there and have a look at what it works And Marge like was down there with Shirley and Marion, and they were having a great time. And do you know what? If you've worked in a factory or worked in a warehouse and you've got that camaraderie, yeah. you, in reflection, they're the best times of your life. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's we'll look back on this summer breakfast when yeah. we're old, and we'll just go. That was good. That was good. Now, it's sad that Moon rolled himself and was never seen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Landed in a, ended up in a bus. Uh, Triple M summer breakfast. Thank you, everybody. Our MMM hot breakfast. Rosie, our intrepid Rosie, is. Are you sending out a tweet of your beast? My current ride, my 1980 WB Ute, aka oh. the Beastie. Oh. I'm wondering if Marge actually helped. She may have. Be- she may have built my home. Built that beast. What wow, she do? might have put the finishing touches to the solenoid. Mm. You've got a bull bar on the front of that too. Yeah. You're not to be messed with, are you? No. no. Okay, triple M summer <laughs> breakfast. Lawrence Moody is our guest this morning. All the way he's been... Guest? I'm, I'm, I'm part of the furniture. Co-host, my, my very good friend, or as he's being described on Sunrise. Oh, Rosie. The supermodel who was born a man. There he is. <laughs> Koshi went on to say... This statuesque beauty was born a bloke. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Koshi has always had a thing for me. 
Whenever I'm within his proximity, his dome starts to sweat up a treat. (laughs) I can tell it just starts to bead ever so lightly. Really? Yeah, Koshy. I know what you want, Koshy. Eyes up here. I'm married. Eyes up here. (laughs) Not on your impressive cleavage. No, that's right. My hairy cleavage. Uh, All right. Why did I say that? We're coming back. MMM Hot Breakfast, uh, Rosie. Our intrepid Rosie sent out a picture of her. We're being nostalgic about home mm. today. We've heard some great uh, stories of people's um, uh, time with their with their favourite Holden. Rosie's beast has I've just even been... had an offer of marriage. Have you now <laughs> for the beast or for you? Oh, um, right, yeah, okay. you're going to get all the boys on the block are going to come around to see the beast. We'd love to see your a, f- a friend of mine also texted in saying, "Don't forget the chimera." Please don't forget the Chimera. That's an oversight. Duly noted. And we're sorry, all Chimera owners. And five-speed manual came out in 1983, I reckon. What a car. What a car. I was off to the doctor yesterday. Yeah. Now, I'm going to be pretty, you know, frank here, and Mm -hmm. I'm also going to get very personal, so I don't want to be mocked. Okay. Okay. So I go along to the doctor because I I need a prescription. I do a lot of flying, and Mm -hmm. I've become very anxious on aircraft. And I get a little bit claustrophobic, and it's not a good look to have a grown man screaming on an aircraft, this thing's going down, let me off, okay? <laughs> so I take a mild popular sedative okay. that you need a prescription for. Sure. And I, I don't take it, you know, casually on no. Friday nights and start tweeting. No, you I don't. Eat. No, I don't. <laughs> After a martini and three red wines, I don't pop one just for the fun of it. We have had chats off air about your tweets. Yeah, and my tweets are going to, you know... Hit the straight down. and narrow in yeah, 2014. Excellent. I'm going to stop getting just ranting. Yeah, ranting. Okay. So I go along to the doctor, and they're duty-bound to check your blood pressure and ask you about your general state of health and yeah. find out that you're not a mild sedative addict that's shopping around to other doctors, loading up. And uh, so we have a conversation, and she says very frankly to me, uh, and this is where it's official, a doctor says that she goes, you're overweight. Yeah. You're overweight. Uh, tell me about your eating uh, and lifestyle. And now, so I told her about my a, eating and lifestyle. What were you wearing? Like, were you in a tank top? Like, <laughs> did you have your shirt on or off? What were you? What I had were my, you... My, the mankini on. No, no, I had. The, I was dressed as I was here yesterday. I had a uh, t-shirt, t-shirt and so th- and jeans. And so you're sitting down and sitting down and through a t-shirt. Had she, you been weighed or well, she, she was? It was a visual. She's just looking straight at my gut. So she, she this was that, a, looking she, the wrong. She hadn't even weighed you. No, she just goes. You're overweight. Well, I mean, this is how you have been being described on Channel 9 News. How can we not be fascinated by this (laughs) 130-kilogram jumbo? And And then she goes, so what is it? And I said, oh, listen, I I like a drink. And she goes, what are you drinking? And I said, half a bottle to maybe a bottle of wine a night. And she goes, way too much. Yeah. Way too much. Way too much. She goes, buddy, you are in the danger zone. You're a middle-aged man. Mm. And then she said to me something that was very interesting. Sorry for lecturing you, but we don't see a lot of your kind. And I said, what do you mean? She said, middle-aged men don't come in here. I see very few. So when I do see them, I'm Uh, duty-bound to read them the right act. You guys die of heart attack and stroke. You've got to... You've got to lose some weight, you fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went, I went okay, so, so it's went... official. And I had been a little bit, you know, I might be carrying a couple of kilos, but she's just looked me and gone yeah. overweight. Can I, I've, I've known you for a, a while, mm. but this is the most I've ever seen you regularly. Right. And this is the, the oh, see, what's the, Rosie, I'm looking for a word. Be Cause kind. Because all, all the words cycling through my mind are slightly <laughs> unkind. Cuddly? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, too kind. Oh. If we could take the really? edge off cuddly, but not like... Portly? Nah. Rotund. Rotund. This, this is, is the, the most rotund. Well lived in. You're well lived. Yeah, exactly. This really? is the most rotund I've ever seen you. Because I've seen you when you've been boxing clever. Like you've been boxing fit and mm. looking like really fit. But you, this is the most rotund I've ever seen This you. time last year, <clears throat> my voice just went up because I'm about to cry. Um, <laughs> this, in October last year, I go back from overseas and I was more rotund than this. Mm. I was tipping the scales at 96 kilos. Now I'm about 93.5. Yeah, but, but that's still too but that's rotund. all gut. All gut. <laughs> I got it, so I got to. It's diet. What's the regime? Give it to me now. Oh, actually, you know what? Does anyone have any tips? Let's go. What's the What's the best way to lose weight but not have to give up the wine? But one triple three five three. Cheese is important. Too. Or you can hit us up MMM, MMM hot breakfast. I'm particularly interested <laughs> in in men middle age, you know men thirty on or the women who deal with them. Mm. Because I've got a young wife who tries to steer me in the right direction. What can he do? He he. So he's these are the things he won't give up. He won't give up a bottle of wine a night. <laughs> <laughs> he won't give up cheese. Blue cheese. He's a sedative addict. <laughs> and he doesn't want to change his diet. Don't forget the darts. Oh, and, and he smokes. I've taken that and back up to try smokes. and help me stop eating. One triple three five three. Is there anything that you could do for Big Moon? I'm going to die on air. <laughs> Summer break. And on one triple three five three, Moon's been to see the doctor, and she took one look at him and said, "You are fat. You're overweight, buddy. You're corpulent." You're a porker. Mm-hmm. So middle, but she also said that middle-aged men don't come into the doctor. No, and so I was like a, a rarity for her. So she laid into me. And what's more, I'm standing here. I am sucking in hard now that you've said I'm a big fatty. I'm just sucking in so hard. Gavin, give him a tip. Give Moon a tip. Gav, how can he lose some weight? Yeah, morning guys. I'm in that over forty category only just. But, okay. Uh, if you can get rid of refined sugar. Mm-hmm. And get rid of uh, bread. A lot of sugar in the wine, and uh, the yeah. bread's not. But the cheese does have to go on a cracker. Now, Gav, you sound unhappy. You sound like you've done it, but you were unhappy about it. No, no. Look, no. I'm fine. I'm fighting fit. I'm as uh, fit as I ever have been. All right. um, How much weight have you lost, Gav? Uh, no, I, I don't need to lose weight. I'm oh. uh, spot on. I'm fighting fit. No. What uh, do you do? You measure the waistline. I've got rid of the. I've got rid of the scale, and I'm starting to measure the waistline. Where are you at, waist wise? I am. Moon? 102 centimetres. What's that in inches? What they, kind of pant do you wear? Oh, I think Are you up to elastic? Are you up to <laughs> elastic? <laughs> no, no, I'm wearing the, the jean under the gut. Oh, you know, geez. you've got the gut over the jean. Jeez, oh, that's a good look. And so look. it's down on the ass crack. It's yeah. a good look. It's really going low. It's hipster. Those Jeff. <laughs> so, Jeff, yeah, what's your weight loss story, Jeff? Um, well, I was, I've been around 120-some kilos for, mm. I don't know, 20-odd years. That's yep. big. And um, all of a sudden, I dropped about, say, 40 kilo in uh, probably three months. Well done. Gym? Diet? No, nah, diabetes. What? Diabetes, mate. I actually went to the doctor and said, mate, something's wrong. I'm not dieting. I'm not doing anything. And then weight's falling off me that rapid night. So I ended up going to the doctor and they actually mm. diagnosed me with a type 2 diabetic. And it was uncontrolled at the time and weight was falling off me. So I, I thank it now because it's controlled now. But I lost 40 kilo and now I can't gain weight for life of me. So really? Right. So you dropped that weight and kept it off. I, I mean, yeah, I diabetes too is a bad way. To, yeah, too well, is a bad way to do it. But 
yeah, it did wake me up, but um, definitely when I lost, I was happy when I lost it because I can never lose weight. No, Matt, well, and um, yeah, and it, I'm down to about eighty kilo now. Well, um, you've done but very I, well, I've Jeff. actually got to watch what I eat because if you do eat it and you do get older, and it is more, it's easy to get it. But yeah, yeah, and diabetes to too. Diabetes too is uh, dangerous for your heart too. Yes, it is. Now, John, uh, John, what's your weight loss tip for Lawrence Mooney? Uh, a broken jaw. <laughs> that can be arranged. What do you, uh, did that help? Did that work for you, Johnny? Uh, no, for a mate of mine, he uh, broke up playing footy and uh, lost nearly twenty kilos. Because right. uh, it's, it, it, it's hard to eat. It's hard to eat badly shakes. if it's through a straw, isn't it? No, no. You can blend everything. Still have his red wine, his cheese and crackers can go in the blender. How does that go as a smoothie, though? How does red wine and cheese mm. go as a smoothie, John? I I think it'd be quite tasty. And no, I think it'd be tasty, tasty. too. But anyway, you're going to have to form an orderly queue because there's a lot of people that want to break my jaw. <laughs> it's winding down the street. Uh, plenty of good tips there. Thanks, everyone. We've got to get out of here in just a moment. Uh, Lawrence of Suburbia is the new DVD everyone's talking about. Five stars from the Herald Sun, winner of the best comedy Melbourne at uh, Melbourne Fringe 2011. That's Lawrence Mooney's new DVD. We've given away a couple of copies today. Yeah, Ed. we'll be giving away more next week as well because people are into it. Are you going to be policing me heavily at breakfast today when you when I go there? Are you going to... Absolutely, Make sure the yogurt and fruit. Well, I would say no to both of those things. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be eating just cardboard and water. <laughs> as far as, if I can Spinach. get my way. Uh, Moon's on a, a, a quest to lose weight, um, but that's your personal struggle. But your very good friend, Bryn Edelstein, <laughs> if people don't know this, Lawrence Mooney is the narrator, the voice of reason in the wonderful television show, uh, Bryn Edelstein. My Bedazzled Life. My Bedazzled Life, coming back for a second big series. Will she be dealing with but behind the glamour, she's been dealing with a traumatic issue: hair loss. Mm, you don't want to. Be, you don't want a bald Bryn. No. Did Bryn's you know a beautiful this? girl. Did you know this? Listen, I'll will tell the listener something about Bryn. Oh, wow. That they don't know. Everyone. Whenever she's on the red carpet, yeah. she's always dressed in massive heels and big dress and big hair, and mm-hmm. she actually looks a lot you've bigger missed, than you've missed. You've missed the main. I would say the main draw card. Uh, of big that I would attach to Bryn. And big boobs. Thank you. Now, when she's at home, and I've spent some time with her, quietly at home. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there were other people there. There were other people yeah, there. Of course, Jeff was there. Yeah, Jeff was there. Was um, he there? Was, he, yeah, was Jeff she, there? Was Jeff she there? just loves her, yeah, she loves her kind of J-Lo. Um, oh, juicy uh, sweatpants. Sweatpants mm-hmm. and a tee. And she's little. She's a little person. Okay. Sure. Big boobs, okay. but she's. You've tiny. mentioned that twice now. Yeah, you made me once, <laughs> but she's just a tiny woman, and she. Had you noticed any of the hair loss? I had noticed no hairballs or hair around the house. So this is news. This is new. Breaking so she news must here. be under a bit of pressure. Okay. Oh, you think it might be stress related? I think it's uh, probably hair loss is often stress related. What's the hardest part of Bryn's day? Well, deciding what to wear because she's got a massive wardrobe, so she's got to okay. make some choices. Okay. And uh, as was revealed on Bryn My Bedazzled Life 1, she went shopping in the States, bought a quarter of a million dollars worth of clothes, didn't try anything on. It was just sitting there in her wardrobe. So are you, there's a lot of clothes. Are you kidding me? A quarter of a million dollars on clothes. Mm. So there's some good jeans in there. And a couple of nice T-shirts. So that's a tough one. <laughs> Try to snuggle into the baby? Um, so, so you've... <laughs> You know, making those choices when you've got a lot of choice, it's okay. difficult and it's stressful. And that there's is... there's psychology about it now that we all live under that stress. Now, Once upon a time, there was three colours of paint. Now look at the Dulux colour chart. There is. You know, colour scheme. I can't even think. Like uh, Tuscan Summer. 
Tuscan summer. What colour is that? Red? Know, lemon split. That'd be yellow. Yep. Ras- <laughs> raspberry nightmare. Now you're just naming Slurpees. So, um, <laughs> so uh, look, I, uh, I'll speak to Bryn. I'll find out what's going on and special hopefully... Special report. Special I, report. I'll go over to her place and we'll just try and relax together. If you can have a special report on Monday, that would really help us out. Moon, I'm not going to see you tomorrow. No. Um, because I'm playing with a man called Tom Grice, but I will miss you. I want you to be my buddy all next week. Can you can you come and hang I'm out? I'm going to come back. I'm oh. going to come back and I'm going to, you know, hopefully across the week I might drop half a kilo. Mm. No chance. Yeah, no. He's sta- we should say that uh, due to his girth, he is standing further and further away from the microphone. <laughs> he's currently halfway across the room. He's got a boom pole that he's I'm having to use. Yeah, I'm standing next to a bucket of chipolatas just popping <laughs> one in whenever Ed speaks. Hey, Holden, <laughs> thanks for your memories today. Yeah. They were really good. MMM Hot Breakfast, if you want to send us a picture of your beast, because Rosie sent out her uh, ute, which is an absolute belter. Uh, the moral of today's show is... The supermodel who was born a man. That's what we call Lawrence Mooney. Speak to you tomorrow. Hey! Triple M Summer Breakfast with Ed Cavalier and friends.